Brian, Brian, he ain't supposed to look like that. We live, we live, we in there. What it do? Beautiful Friday morning. Good Friday, good Friday. Man to man. Paul, y'all know what it is. Y'all know the vibes. Antoine Bethay, co-host Darius Butler. Yes, sir. Back at it again, man. Um. <clears throat> Let's kick it off, man. First off, man, some terrible news. Um, Hank Aaron, man, passed away. Um, that's a definitely a big legend, loss, man, man. for sure. Legend. legend. Um, so condolences to to the to him, to his family. Facts, man. Rest in peace. Um, uh, we lost Ted Thompson too. Yeah. Um, I believe yesterday, former GM of the uh, Packers. Mm-hmm. I think it was Wednesday night. They say he burned. Wednesday night. Okay, yeah. man. That's it's a big loss for the NFL community. Two uh two sports legends. Rest in peace. Condolences to their family, mm-hmm. families. Um. Yeah, man. We back. Uh, Friday morning stream with the man to man pod. Like AB said, man, a lot going on in sports. Obviously, uh, you know, basketball kind of they ramping up. Uh, just fin- about to finish up another round of coaching and GM hires in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we got championship week, uh, you know, championship Sunday. Uh, you know, Twan, obviously, Super Bowl champ. I've been in a couple of these games. I played in one. Definitely going to talk about some things from, obviously, beyond the, the you know, normal talking points. You know, we're going to dive into some DB stuff, some defense stuff. I will handle some issues, man. But uh, what you want to kick it off with, OG? Man, let's get let's get on these hires, man. Head coaching hires, man. GMs. Um, you see people going to different places, man. Um, you know, I know you kind of voice your opinion on some mm-hmm. other platforms as as far as you know, um, just the lack thereof as far as um, you know, black hires and yeah. um, in, in in top positions. You know, obviously, you know, with us knowing you know the percentage as far as you know black players in the NFL. And not mm-hmm. seeing, um, you know, as much in the um, the higher ranks. You know what I mean? Kind of touch on that, and just how you and um, your perspective, and how you feel on where where we at. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's a it's a conversation we have year after year. Yeah, um, forever. Yeah, you know I'm saying you got the Rooney uh, Rooney rule, but you know that's not really moving the meter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just talk about just, just just talk about it. You know what I mean? Just just how you feel, what you think we could we could do to 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 help change and um why do you think that narrative is still out there where, you know, um that, you know, black co- well black black coaches can't get that get that top job. Yeah, I mean I mean you see you've seen guys be successful when they got the jobs, uh, whether it be head coaches, obviously you played for one, you know, first black um, head coach Super Bowl champ, Tony Dungy. Um obviously we see what Mike Tomlin is doing, we see what B Flow is doing down in Miami. GM, you see what um Chris Greer is doing, Izzy Newsom, you know, probably one of the best GMs ever. Not probably, definitely one of the best GMs ever. I would say in the top two or three at least. Yeah. Um no former player, obviously a black GM. So we've seen guys do it. So it's not that people don't know, you know, black people can't do it. It's the same issues we had to deal with a quarterback for so many years. And we're now really just kind of coming out of that, really. 
Um, if you look at, you know, the historic, um, you know, the history of the game. So, I mean, it, it, but it's really about, like I said last night, um, like you said, voice my opinion on it on uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's really about, um, you know, who, you, who you're most comfortable with. You know, you've got people running your organizations, your companies, your team. Uh, who are you most comfortable with? Now, who you gonna? Who would you rather have a beer with? Who would you rather go golfing with? Who would you rather have, you know, over for dinner with your family? And that's what it comes down to when it comes to these uh, this hiring process. Everybody walks in that room going to be qualified to some, you know, it's some give and take. This person to may be better degree. with X and O's. Yeah, this person may be better with X and O's. This, people may, this person may be able to relate to players better. Whatever you have, you know, all those guys are qualified, white, black, whoever. Um, but it's just we haven't been getting those same opportunities. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why. Um, another reason, I mean, it could be, you know, once you start hiring more diverse, once you start making more diverse hires, that trend will continue. You know, if I hire you as a GM, you're not going to have those same biases when you when it comes to the hires you make. And now if I'm a GM, I'm going to have a GM tree, hopefully. So it'll be a change. So if you look at that, you know, 10, 20 years down the line, you know, how would the front offices look? How would the coaching staffs look compared to how they've looked historically? So um, I think those are the main reasons why. And, um, you know, it's just frustrating. Uh, just feeling the same way year in and year out. And that's kind of why yesterday, and it's not just yesterday, just always trying to reflect on it and find, you know, we always trying to find solutions. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, you know, when it comes to big business, you know, money talks. So I think the only real solutions are either, you know, obviously starting or, you know, owning your own leagues um, or like the sponsors, the dollars that come in that, you know, these deals that these leagues have, like if they come in and say, hey, we feel a certain way about, you know, hiring, you know, diversity practices, whatever. We're changing our ways over here. We would like to do business with people that are doing the same based off, you know, your last 20 years. If by the time our contract is up in 2026, if, if, if we don't see any changes there, we're probably going to go in a different direction. I think that's when you'll really start to see that, that needle move. And, um, you know, outside of that, we're going to be, you know, having the same conversation over and over again. You pay a billion dollars for a team. I'm not going to tell Antoine who to hire and who not to hire. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, uh, it's real, as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's, 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 I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It, it's mm-hmm. tough. You know what I mean? And, and something has to, something has to shake. And I think you hit it on the head, man, where as far as, you know, if you, you are owner, you know, you're not going to tell me who, who I am, or who I'm not going to hire. I'm going to hire whoever I want to. So I think it will, hopefully it will, it will start to change where, um, I think you made a great point as far as just the GMs and, you know, with them hiring um, more people of color or being more diverse, you know what I mean? Where, mm-hmm. Whether it be hiring more females and uh, <clears throat> and, and having females in, 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 in positions to uh, to make decisions as well. So I just think once you start getting more people in there and they understand what the struggle has been, uh, they'll be able to open up, open their eyes to different people and bring people in the organization. Um so we won't be having this the same discussion in, in five years. You know what yeah, I mean? So sure. we'll definitely see, man. Um, and it, and it's not like it's not like we just want we just want people to get the job because they're black. They're black you know, right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like when you're in the building, like you want the the person, the guy, the the female, um, to to put you in the best position to perform. You know, black, white, whoever. Like I want the best person in that in that seat regardless of who that is so um you know just give us the same opportunities that's all we want but 
we see it happening over and over again and hopefully we'll see some progress man we're in 2021 man uh somebody said my voice sound different my mic picking up different or something how sound are you, A.B.? I just, I just kind of heard it that you, you were sound a little different. How sound, Kyle? I ain't going through puberty. Sound like you 13. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to unplug and plug this mic back up or something. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, B.A. Definitely what he's doing. I think one of the only, obviously outside of Eric B. Left which. Oh yeah, I hear my voice now. Hold on. Sure. Yeah, you got Leftwich. Bowles. Bowles. The special teams coordinator as well. Hold on. Let me uh, I'm gonna fix my mic real quick. I bet. Mic check. Five, four, three, two, one. Nah, you cool. You all right, you good. All right, bro. Yeah, Pepe, man, the voice mic. It messed me up, man. <laughs> But nah, man, yeah. So, but um, it's definitely I like the um, the hires on the uh, GM. Yeah, GM, GM front. We got a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of black hires in the GM front for. I mean, the most I've ever seen in one cycle. Um, nah, for sure. That's 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 for sure. Um, who we got in Detroit? We got Detroit. Brad Holmes. Yeah. Uh, what well, we should we just go through all the all the GM hires? Um, in Atlanta, we got Terry Fontenot, black man. Um, Carolina, we got Scott Fitterer. Denver, George Patton. Uh, Detroit, Brad Holmes. Uh, Houston, Nick Casario. Jacksonville, Trent Balt. And Washington, Martin Mayhew. That's the um, Trent Balt. He was a GM in um. That brought, yeah, that brought me um out there to San Fran. Okay. Yeah, good dude. Solid dude. Solid, he's solid. Yeah. Uh, try to switch back this mic, mic. Mic check. Mic check. Nah, that's better right there. Are right, we locked in? All right, bet. Pre hey, appreciate you, man. Y'all had me on here sounding like the helium. Helium dude. But um, but yeah, so that's big. And honestly, I think it's more important than the coaching hires, honestly. You know, if you're getting, because like we just talked about, you know, now you're going to have a more, to sit a shot, you know, if they really calling the shot, you know, that, you know, gonna have a little more diversity in there. We expect to see it at least. We will, we will see. We'll, we'll see. see. Let them go in there, let them, let them get their, um, you know, their fingerprints on the organization, see what they do, what kind of moves they make. So. Yes, sir. And then, um. Let's get to these uh these matchups, man. Let's get it. Who you um who you got this weekend, man? Who you got on Sunday? Man, so uh which game is it? The NFC game first. Um whoever first. They should let the old heads go last. But uh we can start with the NFC. Uh that Packers Bucks game, man. It's gonna be a good one. Brady and uh Brady in January. They put up you see them stats with Brady after 37. Crazy compared to the rest of the quarterbacks. Crazy. Wow. So our last one of our last episodes, we were going back and forth. You talking about, you know, it's one A, one B with Brady and Peyton. You feel any differently after seeing them stats? Hey, Peyton and Goat, man. Do you feel any differently about seeing them stats, man? Come on, man. You got to remove your bias, man. 
Nah. I'm not so really So your favorite Peyton the GOAT, man. Tom is the GOAT, man. I'm gonna leave it at that. Two hell of a two, two, two great quarterbacks. Dang, I can't find these stats. I know I screenshotted that shit. shit. But yeah, man, crazy, man. So with that being said. A-Rod and the Packers, man, they look like the most complete team in football right now, man. The defense playing better. Um, you know, we secondary guys. I love the secondary. Alexander, uh, Savage, Amos, King. Um, you got Kirko in the middle. Uh, They're getting, they getting after the quarterbacks up front. And then on offense, you know, they're running the ball well. A-Rod's been in the rhythm all year, MVP-type year. So I know I know the Bucks made them look bad, and when they met up in Week Six, I'm gonna ride with the Packers in this one, though. I agree. I agree. I'm a um, even though you know I was on on the Tampa train early this year. Um, they've been playing some good ball here of late. I think uh, I really don't want to go against you know, BA in the in the crew over there. But like you said, um, at this point in time, man, A Rod, man, he he's he, he, he seems like he's on another level, man. The game is coming real easy to him. Um, offensively and defensively, man, they're playing really well. Defense is balling, like you said. They're flying around. Mm-hmm. Um, the run game is definitely clicking. So, again, um, you know, I had – I think a couple of weeks ago, I think I, I said I had uh, Kansas City and Green Bay to, to play in the Super Bowl. So, I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to stick on that. Um, I got a question for you, though. So, you know, we both played in the secondary. And we always – and we knew, like, going into a week like this, um, say you're in the Green Bay uh, defensive backfield and you're mm-hmm. looking at time, right, um, and vice versa. If you're in uh, the Tampa Bay secondary, you study studying film against um, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Starting with Green Bay, what do you have to do as a secondary to slow Tom Brady and that offense down? Ooh, uh damn, I mean what the, the good thing about Brady is you know where he's gonna be, right? He's gonna be in that pocket. He's not one of those guys that makes a bunch of um off-script plays. Um, it's just with Brady, it's just about just being disciplined down after down after down. Um being on, on top of your stuff, because people try to do they try to switch so much up, I feel like, and do a little bit extra, do a little bit more because you're playing Brady, not only just from the player standpoint, but from the coaches. They can kind of hey, we're gonna do it this week because it's Brady or because it's Manny, because it's whoever. So just stick to your stuff, man. Make sure everybody's on the same on the same page. Every you know, snap after snap. Obviously, up front, it starts with up front with Brady, getting pressure up the middle, obviously. Um, getting them off his spot. And um, you know, for that for that secondary, just being on point, man, communication wise, mm-hmm. making your plays when they come to you. It's gonna be with Brady. You 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 may get two two good opportunities to turn him over. Right, where you're just gonna make some errant throws, just a bad play, maybe pressure getting his face, something like that, a tip ball, maybe. You got to take advantage of those. Got um, you. you know, if you don't, you know, it's gonna come back and bite you in the ass, man. So what about you? I asked you the same thing, but facing a rod. Man, I would say um, it's crazy because it's going to sound like I'm just copying what you're saying, but really that's kind of like what the recipe is when you're going Mm -hmm. against these type of uh, quarterbacks who've seen it all. They've seen all the disguises. They've seen – they know every coverage. So, you know, it's not like you're really going to 
um, be able to fool them for an entire game. You might be able to get um, a play here, a play there, where, you know, you kind of um, have them thinking um, post-snap. But at the end of the day, man, like, you, you don't, you don't want to beat yourself, you know. Um, yeah. on, the, on the back end, the most important thing in these type of, type of games is making sure you keep the ball in front of you. Um, don't let the ball go over your head and make sure everybody's on the same page. If you're all wrong, you're all right. Um, mm -hmm. These quarterbacks, they will find that one player who's out of position or that one player who didn't get the call and they're not, you know what I mean? So yep. um, the, the, these quarterbacks, they'll find those mistakes. So you got to be on the same page. Um, again, like you said, when you do um, – get that chance to turn the ball over, you got to turn it over. Obviously, yeah, this year, yeah. I think A-Rod, he only threw, what, was five picks this year? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's, that's nuts, bro. That's nuts. 40, wait, 48, 47 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's five wild. Yeah, only so, five. So you're not going to get that many opportunities. So when the, when the, when the opportunity presents itself, you got to capitalize on that. So, again, man, you got to go out there, fly around, stay on the same, be on the same page. Um, but at the end of the day, have fun and play. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. one thing. You got to go out there, have have fun, and you got to play play ball. Obviously, you know you win this game, you go into the Super Bowl. But as we say, you can't be walking around there with a tight booty hole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you you, 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 you got to be you got to be relaxed. You know what I'm saying? You got to be relaxed. And it's and it's it's players and it's coaches. I I would say coaches. More Even so. more than players. Yeah. Well, just, you know, when you're playing a Tom Brady, when you're playing an Aaron Rodgers, you know, your DB coach, or sometimes your coordinator, depending on who he is or what his temperament is, sometimes it's good to have, you know, a, um, you know, a veteran guy like yourself in the secondary. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we go to that sideline, you got to tell, hey, coach, hey, relax, coach. Chill. <laughs> Chill. We gave him a play. You know, he got us. Let's, you know, get back to the drawing board and we'll figure it out. But mm -hmm. so it, it's, it's very important, man. So, you know, who are going to be those guys? I think in the edge, I would have to give the edge defensively on that back end, at least to, to the Packers. Um, yeah. as, as far as the total unit, the Bucks. Very good game last last week, ball. Um, and they have when they're high, they're they're balling. They, they started week six against the Packers. They're balling, but they have them lows too, where they have some communication error. They they just kind of be on different pages. On the other side with the Packers, them boys I feel like are more on point. You know, and like I said, so being a complete defense, uh, being a complete team, good offense, good defense. Um, I would have to get at edge communication wise. Being on point, down after down after down, we have to get that edge to the Packers. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. That's, that's you know another reason I'm gonna go with them, man. But that um on the other side, we got the young guns. So those are old heads, two goats, Rod and uh, Brady. And on the other side, we got obviously Mahomes. He's made his staple in this league already. Already won the MVP. Already won a Super Bowl. Super Bowl MVP. And then uh, Josh Allen, who I mean, is third in the league. I mean, had an amazing MVP caliber year himself. Which way you which way you leaning in this one? Man, it's gonna be another another good game, I think. Um, like you said, two young guns gonna go at it. I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. Um I feel as though and, and really on, on both 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 offenses are 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 good. You know what I mean? But I just feel as though just to give a little edge of the run game for Kansas City. Um, mm -hmm. 
up to this point, you really haven't seen a true run game uh, with the Bills that will be able to really uh, affect yeah. affect the game. Um, <clears throat> so, again, you know, if, if it's a situation where even though they've gotten this far with, you know I mean, what they've been doing, if it comes to a situation in the game where, um, you know, because now as a, as Kansas City, I don't have to stack the uh, stack the box. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't have to stack the box. So you got to um, respect the play action. I don't, you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's it's different now. It's different where now I can really really focus on on Diggs, on mm-hmm. Cole Beasley, on um on, on Smoke, on John Brown. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's kind of it kind of gives you something different. Whereas I feel as though on the on the opposite hand, um even though the Kansas City Chiefs, they haven't been running for 200 yards. They do have an effective run game to implement to 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 piggyback on the pass game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm a rock from Kansas City. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's been practicing, so obviously you know he he's he's feeling like, feeling good. You know, feeling better. So I I'm think, I, think with, Clyde, um, I think Clyde Hilaire practiced too. Clyde okay. Hilaire. So that's obviously a really good sign for him. Yeah, yeah. get him because we always talk about the run game and too. Even at the Super Bowl, they won. Like Damian Williams, he was a big, you know, he was a big reason, you know, why they did what they did in the playoffs. So yeah. having that run game, man, you definitely got to have that. Both teams on the the uh, NFC side are much better when they got a run game. Um, and on this side, I feel like I feel like we'll probably see forty five plus passes from each team in this one. This uh, this Chiefs. Um, Buffalo one, but you know I've been on these bills, man. I'm gonna yeah. rock with them, I'm gonna stick with them, man. Stick with them. Uh, okay. I'm stick with them, man. You know Kansas City, they champs. They got that championship pedigree. Been there. Um, you know having a guy like like Honey Badger on that on that defensive side. Obviously Chris Jones, Dirty Dan Sorensen making mm-hmm. plays. Um, the other DB stepping up too. Bree Limit balling. Yeah. Um, you know just all over that back end. They I like them, but. These bills, man. I feel like these bills, they they they've been cooking up something, man. Josh Allen will be healthy. Patrick Mahomes will be a little gimpy with that toe. I'm a little more concerned about that toe than I am even the concussion. Man, don't worry about that toe. That toe will be man, good. I'm a little bit worried about that toe because we talked about the other guy, you know, pocket quarterback. Now you get in into this AFC side. Both of these guys make a lot of plays outside of that pocket. Um, off script. So um, I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. Like I said, he'll probably throw it 45 times. Okay, okay. He go, he gonna go run. You know what I mean? He is pretty much the run game for the Bills. So um, shout out to Bills Mafia too, man. They've been doing a lot of charitable stuff. Now for off sure. The field. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, great, great stuff. So um, I'm rocking with the Bills, man. Rocking with the Bills. Uh, rocking with the Bills, so you, man. You, you got the Bills and the Packers in the Super Bowl. Bills Packers. Bills Packers in the, in, the, in the Super Bowl. And I can't forget on the Packers, got my little cousin out there, Randy Ramsey. So he about to get to, or I think he about to get to his first bowl. But um, NFC Championship in his first year, really getting that NFL action, man. Proud of him. That's what's up. So looking forward to that. Yeah, I can't, can't forget that. All right, deep, so D-Buck got the uh, the Bills and the Packers. Um, I have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Packers. Mm-hmm. Mahomes will be a hundred percent trust and believe that that toe i've dealt with a turf toe that, plenty of times that toe tough bro cold too the toe was you know, tough I'm, I'm, I'm trying to step on it too i ain't gonna lie the toe is tough but 
I need but, to know um, what foot. No. But you know, you, you got all type of stuff there. You won't feel that so. <laughs> you gonna feel them cleats. Hey, it's so good. Whoa, whoa, ain't no hot takes. It's just talking about it. No hot takes. This is, you know, I've been on these bills for a while now. These bills ain't no suckers. But yeah, man. Who, uh, well, but who you get an edge to? Um, just like we talked about in the last one. So the Bills have a very veteran secondary. Another reason I'm rocking with them. Leslie Frazier been doing a great job with them. Yeah. Um, we got Poirier, got high safety's position. Um, can do multiple things. You got Norman, who's played a bunch, starting the Super Bowl. Um, obviously Trey White. You know, has been phenomenal in the league. So, um, who you get an edge to in that deal on that back seven? The back seven, man, that's a good question. At back seven, you got like I will um, go. I, actually, I will go. I'll, I'll go with the Bills. Um, Bills. I will go with the Bills, and another reason why I will go with the Bills back seven just because of um, the Bills front. Because the Bills front get after it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They get after it with Jerry Hughes. Um, and company, uh, they they get after they get after the quarterback. They rush the quarterback really well, which we know. Um, the rush and the you know back end goes hand in hand. So I think that mm -hmm. helps them out a lot. You kind of mentioned, um, you know, they have a veteran, um, a veteran veteran secondary guys doing some good things. Straight white, um, Poyer. Um, so they, 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 I'll give the edge to to Buffalo as far as back seven. Not to say that Kansas City, um, back seven. Not good, you know. Definitely honey, good. Definitely some good players. Like you said, Honey Badger, Sorensen, very opportunistic uh, uh, secondary. They make plays. What I like about them that they move their guys around. You know, mm -hmm. you'll see Sorensen in the post. You'll see Honey Badger come down. You'll see Honey Badger go in the post. You'll see Sorensen down by the um, by the line. So, you know, they, they move their, uh, their players around. Um, definitely a great um, – a great situation to be in to be able to have moving pieces. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you just can't, you know, you can't say, okay, D butts going to be right there all the time. Or yeah. Twan's going to be there all the time. Definitely moving pieces, but I have to get an edge of Buffalo. Yeah. Cause I, that's, I mean, I can't blame you. It's a good one. You're right there with me. Chiefs. Like you said, though, you can't sleep on the chiefs, man. Been there. Uh, Thornhill, um, Ward, you got a, then you got a decoy, just like we talked about. So Spags, Shoot, three-time Super Bowl champ, I believe. Two with the Giants, one with the Chiefs. I so you ain't got to worry about him getting rattled. You ain't got to worry about the situation being too big. Same thing with Leslie Frazier. You know, they've been that, won a Super Bowl. Got them had that calm presence on the sideline. So I'm, I'm excited about this one, man. It's going to be a good one. Got some dogs up front for the Chiefs, too. Can definitely Not turn up sure. the game. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jones, Frank Clark <clears throat> made some big plays deep in the playoffs last year. So, um. It's gonna be a good one, man. Two so, dog fights. Two dog fights. Two dog fight. Let me check these lines again, man. If they still the same. See who we working with. Um so you what's your what's your um your record in the playoffs? Oh bro? man, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. I'm on the line. I'm glad you asked. You know what? Against the spread, um, I had a rough first week, the super wildcard weekend. I was Four and two money line, but two and four against the spread. And then the divisional weekend, um, I was four and oh money line and then four and oh against the spread. So you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep riding that wave right there undefeated. Right. 
So the Packers right now, the Packers are favored by three. Damn. Yeah, I got it. I'm taking the Packers to cover the three. I got it. They got to cover. Um, then the Bills Chiefs game, Chiefs are favored by three as well. So um, and I'll be taking the Bills with those three points. So yeah, I feel I feel good about my ticket this weekend. I hear you. I hear you. I feel I hear good you. about it. Yeah, man. Who else we got in here? Who, who y'all got, man? Who y'all got this weekend? What's y'all thoughts on the players left? Give me some X factors. Give me an X. Let me, let me get an X factor from each team. <clears throat> Let's start on the NFC again, man. We talked about Devin White going into that Saints game. Now he will be the difference coming back. He damn sure was. Who's gonna be the X factor this week? You think? Or it could be a situation where Antonio Brown, um, you know. I don't know if he has he been practicing. I know he's been hurt. Yeah, they said he's gonna um, be a game time decision. Game time decision. Yeah. Um, I think he's gonna be out there. Yeah, I'll be out there. I don't know if he'll be 100, percent but definitely at this mm -hmm. point in time um, in the season, like we all we, we all know, nobody's 100. percent Yeah. Um, X factor. Mm. On that on that NFC side first. X factor. The weather at Lambeau Field. The weather, the last we mentioned the last game, week six, it was 88 degrees down in Tampa. So now the it's weather. supposed to be uh 20 something, 20 something light chance of snow, light chance of snow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you got Brady though, like okay, that's one dude. What about everybody else? <laughs> true, true, true. That's okay, one dude. Who they got? Who they got? Oh, yeah. Damn, yeah, that's a big X. You know what? That's a good one. We're gonna stick with that one. That's a good one right there. The weather, you know what I mean? Like shit, you 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 never know. You so how okay, so so for the people that don't know, you know, for the people in the chat that haven't been out there, um, you know, on the football field, on the NFL field, championship game. You've been in multiple championship games. Um, I'm assuming you did you beat the Patriots in New England? Nah, we was in uh, we was in Indy. Oh, okay, y'all was in that in that soft ass dome, man. Yeah. But this yeah. so this time of the year, outside when you factor in that in that weather, you know, for those that don't know, how does that weather um, affect the players out there on the field? Well, it's just it it's 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 different for different people, right? You know what I mean for mm -hmm. different players. Where, um, say you're an older player, you know what I mean, like your 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 legs just don't don't get as loose <laughs> as if, you know what I'm saying, you were in, you know, Tampa Bay. Like, that's that's real. Um, the ball gets harder. Um, mm -hmm. The ground is hard. Um, when it's cold and, you know, it's third and fourth quarter and you got a 6'2", 240-pound running back coming through the hole, the tackling gets a little different. It gets a little harder because, you know, it, it that shit hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So those are kind of the things that kind of goes into that playing in the cold and and obviously you know as a receiver catching the ball like I said it's harder um, and things of that, that nature. I mean that's just something that you know goes in your mind mentally. Obviously you know we've all played in the elements before, but um, that is um, one of the things that you know could be a factor. Yeah, I I second all those things, man. And just sometimes just thinking about like when you're in the, the TV timeouts, I feel like are the worst part of cold games because when you're off the field 
you're on the sideline, you know, you got heated benches, you probably got some some warm packs or something to throw a jacket on you. You're good on the sideline. You know, mm-hmm. you got the jet heaters. You solid. But when you're out in the field and when you're playing, when you're really moving, really in motion, once again, I mean, for me at least, I, you know, I was solid. Once I'm playing, I'm thinking about football. But like yeah. you say, you think about them tackle, you think about hitting the ground, definitely think about your extremities. <laughs> But uh, them TV timeouts, you know, sometimes, you know, it's not quite a full timeout. We're on the sidelines, so they hit you with that, you know, that dude out there in the orange glove standing mm-hmm. like this. So you just standing out there, you know, for a minute and a half, two minutes while y'all watch commercials, you standing out there freezing your ass off. So um, those are the worst times. If you're used to it, if you've been practicing it all week, if that you you get up and you scraping off your windshield in the morning, you dealing with like it's been a part of your routine for months now. Yeah, for the Tampa man, it's uh it's it's seventy nine degrees today. They ride, they ride with the top down, they chilling. You know what I'm saying? Fact. So it's definitely a different mindset as soon as you get off that plane. As soon as you get off that plane, you feel it. So yeah, it definitely factors in. So we gonna we gonna stick with that X factor right there. That's so, one. So Pepe got a question. I don't know why I can't click on this shit today, but uh Pepe. It was like, uh, what is worse, cold weather but dry or water damp? Snow constantly. Yo, that cold and, well, that damp. Cold weather but dry or water. Um, So it depends. It depends. Like, if it's damp and kind of warm outside, I could deal with that. But if it's damp and cold, that's just the worst. Cold weather, but dry or water, water damp, snow, constant. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you – water, damp, snow. Okay. I mean, wet and cold is the worst. How about yeah. how about that? Yeah, <laughs> wet and cold is the worst, especially yeah. if you got some – you know, I don't mind snow. I don't mind some light snow. But if it's like that rain or something that's just sticking to you, that's just the worst, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. trash. But, but yeah, man. So, X Factor in that one. So, what about in the, uh, on the AFC side? AFC, Kansas City, and Buffalo. I'm going to go back to what I was saying. <clears throat> the X factor. I feel as though both quarterbacks can throw the ball. They have, mm-hmm. um, you know, good receiving cores. Whoever, whichever offense can establish a halfway decent run game will be who can establish that run game control the line of scrimmage? That's it. I'm going to say, I'm going to go to X Factor in this one is Pat Mahomes' toe. That toe. If that, if that, toe, if that toe ain't right, he's going to be he, he gonna be good, bro. Bro, that toe, bro. I don't know. I was watching the game. I was watching that Browns film. He was he was gimpy. He was gimpy. Look, this is what they're going to do. Toe, I, already, I already know what they're going to do, right? They're going to put a look. They're going to put a plate. Up under his sole, right? They're gonna put a little plate where the shit his toe ain't gonna be depending on if it's flexion mm-hmm. um or whatever. They so his, shoe go, his shoe gonna have to be a size bigger. They're gonna they gonna tape it. Okay. And you know they're gonna do a little one-two, a little one-two right before the game. You know what I'm saying? A little ah and he's gonna be good. <laughs> he gonna be good money. We're gonna see because that's that's a big part of this game. I we talk about all the time, keeping him in the pocket. Um, is a is a huge thing when you're playing against um playing against the Chiefs. So if he gonna keep yourself in that pocket, that takes some pressure off of, of us, man. So um, we gonna see, man. We gonna see the toe, the tail of the toe. Shout we out gonna to see, toe. man. 
But yeah, that weather, I mean, like you said, it's one guy. Brady, Brady is the last guy I'm concerned about, but the rest of them cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we put the pad over top of the toe. Okay, truck, you might be on to something. I'm gonna still step on that bit though. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> see what that toe about early. So but I remember I, a game. Oh, go ahead, bro. Nah, go ahead, go ahead. Now a, a game we had that got us to the AFC championship with the Colts. Um, we went to Denver and beat uh we beat Denver. And Peyton and um I was just thinking about that toe first third down of the game I want to say we were on defense Art Jones he went and hit uh we got off the field break up somebody incomplete pass Art Jones hit uh hit P Manning late he yeah hit like kind of around the knee around the quad somewhere like that and this is the year man Manning was kind of banged up throughout the year yeah so he get the flag get the penalty but like I remember the defense, like we wasn't even really tripping like that. We like you know, we got the fan, we got on the field, but we know Peyton gonna be thinking about that shit the rest of this game. This year, uh -huh. 17, 18, you get hitting them knees, you get hitting something that's been banged up already. You're gonna be thinking about that. Yep. Getting up slow. And the, and for damn sure, the rest of the game, he was he was getting that shit out of there. So um we we, we you know we helped Art take care of that. But um I ain't gonna yeah. fuck, bro, like that. I'm gonna touch that toe early. That big toe might might have been one of my worst injuries playing in the I'm league. I'm telling you, bro. Like I um I hurt my toe. Uh Rob Mathis, I'm chasing down, I forgot what game it was, but we was in we was in Indy, and mm -hmm. I'm chasing down a um a runner, and Rob dives and he catches my heel, he lands on my heel, and my toe jammed into the ground. Like instantly, I'm like, yo, this shit is this shit is crazy. I'm talking about after the game. Mm -hmm. My toe, my foot is blue, purple, black. And then I had a, I had a I couldn't walk up the stairs. That's how crazy it was. Bro, I'm telling I you. I couldn't walk up the stairs and I was in a um I was in a boot for a minute. But it took like weeks for my shit to even get halfway normal. Like I still have problems with, with my big toes to this day. Like, yeah, that, that that game you heard it, shoot, that was probably the best it felt for the next. Because he finished, he finished it. He, well, he was gonna finish the game until he got knocked out. But he was still out, playing. Right. But like that following week, man. So um, it, how long did it before it got right? Shit, bro. You know how pop. You know how your uh, your grandmother was like, oh, it's about to rain today. I'm my arthritis <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> Shit, I be feeling like that now. Like, I'm like, oh shit, it's about to rain. Damn, damn, big toe get to acting up. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> oh man, I remember that one, boy. Hey, it's about to rain today. But yeah, we, you know, hopefully we making more of a bigger deal than it is. Hopefully it'll be all right because I think we all want to see, you know, Pat Mahomes as close to his full self as possible. Um, we're excited, man. We're excited about this weekend. Uh, Super Bowl coming up right around the corner. Then, damn, we're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have to bring y'all some different content, man. Season gonna be over. We're gonna still be talking sports, yeah. You know, basketball, obviously, the, the you know, offseason things, draft, all that shit. But it's gonna be fun, man. We're gonna really bring y'all some out the box stuff. Out the box, out the box. Um, <clears throat> me and Deepa, we've been talking about bringing some other people behind the scenes that make the whole um, process flow. So, you know, mm -hmm. throughout, the, throughout the week when we're in the building, there's so many people that help help the players, help the coaches, um, you know, do their job. You know what I mean? So we go from the trainers to the equipment staff, um, the PR staff, 
um, you know, everybody. So we can start bringing people on the show and just kind of let you guys <clears throat> get a full view of the people that's that's part of the equation that you really don't hear about on an everyday basis. Yeah, man. And that'll be dope just to hear their perspective um, on things. And like ABC, they're, they're such a huge part of the process. You know what I mean? Because anybody that, that does anything, wherever you work, whatever industry you're in, you know, it's the, um, you know, it's the little things. It's the little things that go into it. It's the details, the professionalism of every guy, every lady on that um, chain. So, um, you know, equipment, training guys, freaking the, the, the mill guys, the mail room dude, like everybody. everybody. Uh, every, yeah. Analytics, whoever, whoever in that building is helping out with the process, man. And I said, guys, guys and girls, um, it's, uh, you know, a big part of it. So it's going to be dope to, you know, hear their perspective firsthand. It'll be yep, fun. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. Leobardo Lopez, man. We can definitely give you some uh some film study. Y'all go check out everything DB too. Every uh D Buck, man, he be breaking down some breaking down some um some plays. Yes, uh, sir. But we'll definitely uh we definitely gonna break down some film too. We'd love to love to do that. Yeah, man, it's gonna get I better bring show up with your notepads. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get real though. You're gonna be having different conversations. Like, damn, God. You're talking about the underneath coverage. Get y'all some terminology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What y'all got for us, man? What y'all got going last, this weekend? He's last 15. Let me go take uh, my old man break real quick. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Oh, it's about to rain outside first time. <laughs> we got his bladder. Y'all got going this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who y'all got in the UFC? <clears throat> y'all got uh McGregor winning. Who y'all got? That UFC is gonna be it's gonna be a right match. <clears throat> where they um Rohan, where they fighting at? They in um they in Dubai. Okay. Four. Um, Jimmy Dean, how would <clears throat> McGregor by decision? McGregor over Abu Dhabi. I like Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. <clears throat> Abu Dhabi is nice. Went out there. When I went out there, uh, 2014. Abu Dhabi Avat. Yeah. Dubai vibe. Yeah. That ride. What you what you roll? Emirates? Yeah. Shit, that was you talking about fried. Whoa, they had a they had a whole ball on the um on the flight. I said, them planes be late. Yeah, yeah, we got, I got real acquainted with the bartender. I bet, man. I couldn't. So, wait, where did you, um, you had to, where you had to stop? Now nah, we flew, um. You flew direct to Dubai? Yes. Yep, direct to Dubai from oh, New okay. York. Yeah, them flights, man. I, I was looking 18 hours, 16 hours, and, you know, some, I'm like, man, I don't know about, I don't know about this, cuz. 
Jo, dej to Bo, ja tak aby... He gave me a little suggestion. He said, boy, put a bucket between my legs like A.J. Hawk. Hey, so people, hey, so I know, so were you one of those guys in training camp, right? So... <laughs> Bruh. Yo, so... So in training camp, guys will be lazy, right? So obviously, you, know, you, you, you hydrate, right? You know, drink Two water, bottles. drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water throughout the day, throughout the night. So, you know, um, you're losing a lot of a lot of fluids, you know what I mean? It's hot, sweating, whatever. So a lot of guys would have, say, like a Pedialyte bottle on the side of their bed. Shout out, Eternal. <clears throat> On the, on the side of their bed so they wouldn't have to get up in the middle of the night to go use the bathroom. Were you one of those guys that had the water bottle by your bed? Man, two bottles, man. man. Two bottles, because I, I was a guy, so... Hey, get, man, get, yo, get up and go to the bathroom, nah, bro. bro. Listen, you, I, I was... I, I, know I, you was getting, a, I know you getting up in the morning, you stepping in, and I know it's wet on the carpet, bro, because you, you ain't seeing clear at night. Nah, nah. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm a grown ass man, cuz you got I've been aiming for 34 years. Huh? Nah, but that was that was earlier on the career, you know, later on, not so much. But um, as a smaller guy, you know, low, low body fat, I used to cramp or or you know, I would cramp or I would pull muscles if I wasn't probably hydrated. So I would really have to overhydrate. I, I still do it damn it to this day, like. You know, just always drinking with this water, Pedialyte, Gatorade, whatever. Because I had to. Or I wouldn't be able to get through training camp in, uh, in the season like that. So, them, them nights, man, I'm, I would get up probably every three, four hours in training camp. If any time we had a piss test, I would have to know, like, ahead of time, you know, start drinking sodas and other bullshit just to so that my piss wasn't too diluted to even get tested. So, right. um, yeah, man, it was, you know, that was, that was part of it, man. That was part of it. But stay hydrated out there, folks. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, man. We uh John Jay had a good idea too, D Buck, about he was asking, like, we had fans in a Zoom meeting to speak us, uh, you know what I mean, about football. But we what we could do, we could send, we could ask for some emails and we could send them a link where they can come in. And we could all be on here, and we could we could chop it up, cause what we can have okay. up, we can have up to what um like twenty people in here on the screen. Oh no, on it, yeah. John Jay, nah, I know ten for sure. Ten for sure, John Jay. That's sure. we gonna do that, John Jay. Good idea. Man, that's a good idea, man. We gonna that's gonna be a little special. That's gonna be a little master class right there. Yeah, yeah, you might have to pay two ninety nine to get in that oh, job. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, <laughs> damn, what's the price point in that yeah, job? Five ninety nine, fourteen years now. What's that? Twenty three years. Twenty three years. That's that's some knowledge right there. Ooh, ah, man, what else y'all got though, man? You watching? They Friday, were talking. Man. They were talking about the fight tomorrow. You be uh, you be on the UFC? Ah, uh, you know what? I I watch it more now than I ever have. Yeah. Um and Connor, you know he's entertaining. Definitely one of the best entertainers in the, in the fight business. So I'm gonna watch it, man. And I got nah, not not two ninety nine. That's talking about two hundred ninety nine for a monthly uh, monthly <laughs> subscription. But um, but yeah, I'm a definitely. I got Connor tonight, man. Who's what's the other dude named Diego? 
Nah. Um, Let me see. Yeah, Dustin. Dustin Poirier. He gave my man a whole new name. <laughs> man said Diego. It hits to the head, man. Hits to the head, bro. Nah, nah, don't, don't joke about that. We got it on. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I got yeah, I'm going with Connor, man. I'm going with Connor. Right. I'm going with Connor, though. How long how long he been off? He's been off for a minute. A little more than a year now. Something like that. Shit, I know you over this spending that money. I think he, well, he, he bought three watches. Like shit, like a, he had a million. One of the watches he had on was a million dollars. Over in Abu Dhabi? Yeah. Hey, I got a hey, bash. You guys talk about Haskins signing to the Steelers. How you think that signing would be? You know what I mean? As far as the maturation process for uh for Haskins under mm-hmm. um under Mike Tomlin. If Big Ben if Big Ben comes back, he can sit behind Big Ben. Um, see how you know a vet does it. Um, reports came out that uh, the Steelers had asked permission to uh, you know interview. Pep Hamilton mm-hmm. for the yep. OC for the yeah. for the OC job. So if that would happen, I think that would be great for Haskins. Um, yeah, being sure. under Mike uh, Mike Tomlin and uh, Pep Hamilton, I think it would be a good move. Um, just to know how to play the position, how to see the game, how to how to study the game. But then at the end of the day, just becoming more, um, you know, more responsible and and, and mature. So yeah, I think I think that's the biggest things with Haskins, man. It's just being. Uh, you know, just growing up, man, and all of us had to do it at some point. And when you're the quarterback, that's got to be an even faster uh, maturity uh, level. It got to get there quick. You're going to have Pep around him, which is which is like we know Pep. If he gets the job, we know Pep as a coach, as a man. I think that will be great. We know who Mike T is as a coach, as a leader of men. I think that's the most important for him, man, off the field. I think the on-the-field stuff is going to figure itself out. He'll have another opportunity. We talked about it here. Uh, we said he'll have another opportunity. Just when his numbers call, he's just going to have to show up. Yeah. Um, obviously, Big Ben, I don't know how much of the mentor role Big Ben is going to take. We've heard him kind of talk against that uh, in the past, but now he's older, he may feel differently um, if he does come back. But I think it'll be overall good for him, man. Stable organization. They do things right. Um, and hopefully, man, hopefully he take advantage of his opportunity, man. Mm-hmm. And even with Big Ben, even if he does it, you know, put his arm around him, give him a hug, and say, "Hey, I'm gonna come pick you up and take you to practice every day." But I think uh, Haskins just can learn just by being in the meet room with him, just hearing him talk, um, mm-hmm. asking different questions and things of that nature. So um, I think it'll be a, a, a great move um, for Haskins. For sure, for sure. Oh, the strip club in Pittsburgh, shit, <laughs> strip clubs everywhere. <laughs> hey, boy, baby, boy. Some of these cities, boy, in my younger days. So what was, let me ask you first. What was your, uh, so for y'all don't know, game day, you know, you go in the game, you got a game on Sunday. You fly out there on Saturday, usually as a team, get land. You got a few hours to do, you know, whatever you're going to do before you go out, go, got meetings that night before a game. What was kind of your routine, you know, for a game? <clears throat> uh, what are we talking about? The day before the game, or when you once you yeah once you land in the city? Oh, once you, so <clears throat> land in the city. Um, nine times out of ten, it was uh you know get a group of people, group of guys, mainly uh probably DBs. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in Indy, it was it would be 
Actually, it would be it, it was a, it was a, it was everybody. It was a lot of guys. But you know, find a place to eat, a restaurant, go go kick it, go chill. If I had some family in town, might go chill with the fam. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody on the um, team that we was playing, if if I had a boy with them, a boy on the team that we was playing, you know, link up with them. So it was something real chill. Um, you know, go chill for a little bit. You know, if it was a mall, a good mall. Mm-hmm. Go walk around the mall. Sometimes just stay in the room and just take a nap and chill. So just depend what you do. Yeah, def, def, like you said, it would definitely depend. You know, some trips you will have more time than others. Um, and then once you, you know, you played for a coach for seven years. I played for six years. Like you knew the certain, like we knew we was going to Nashville every year. We knew we were going to Houston every year. We knew we were going to Jacksonville every year. So every time we had Houston, I had to hit Papa Do's. Papa Do's. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Jacksonville, I'm going to have more family there. Um, Nashville, maybe you know, find a little different thing to do, and then uh, one year it, it really switched year by year because one year <laughs> everywhere we went, we like, all right, every city we go to, we hit the strip club. Mm-hmm. Every every war, we go check the strip club, whatever strip club it is in that city to check out. And usually, you know, the strip clubs had some of the best food in the city, so we'll go there, kick back, you know, um, wasn't really drinking, wouldn't have a drink, but uh, or if you did have a drink, maybe one. Have some food, kick back in the strip club a couple hours, you know, get back to the hotel for meetings. But uh, now, you know, like you said it switched up I year had, by um, year. I had a, one of my guys, uh, he played in the league, right? So mm-hmm. I know they was coming to um, they was coming to play us in Indy. So he hit me, he was like, Bro, like, you know, my thing is, um, my thing, every city I go to, man, I, I gotta hit a strip club, I gotta mm-hmm. do a strip club. So he was like, Um, like, give me your best, give me your best strip club out here. <laughs> you to my Indy? <laughs> All right, you know what you said. You already know what I said. <laughs> hey, I'm like, send that boy to, <laughs> to the set, I'm like, hey, you gotta go to Sunset. It's crazy. So I called my folks up there and was like, look, hey, my guy and a couple of his guys from so and so gonna come yeah. on my head. Um, what city was he coming from? What city did he play in? Seattle. Oh, okay. I don't know how to say because you coming from Houston, Atlanta, Miami, something. You sent him to the set, man. You go black, man. What the? Hey, but that set, that, that food, boy, that, that shit was That's A1. In most cities, it'd be like, we, matter of fact, we got to have a whole episode. We just talk about shit like this. But uh, this is the type of stuff y'all going to be getting in the season. Just let y'all know. Uh, he had a question, though. Uh... Well, you pretty much answered that. Top three cities to visit for games, Miami, Atlanta, Houston. Yeah, I've never been to L.A. for a game. I'm sure that'll be, you know, I've got some people in L.A. Vegas. Vegas. Who knows what that's <laughs> like. I'm scared of that. I'm... Chicago, Chicago, a nice city, too. That I like food, Chicago. Deep, deep dish pizza. Yeah, oh, I like man. Chicago. They got some... Good yeah, food. Like... Good shopping in Chicago. Nice, you know, I like I like Chicago. Um... Somebody asked, uh, y'all ever been to Magic City? What have we? <laughs> what? Because the bear shit in the woods. <laughs> um, damn, somebody asked, what's the most, what's the most boring city to visit? The most, I think that's probably, I know Green Bay for me. Green Bay. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I went to Green Bay. That shit was, <laughs> we got to the like, yeah. Gonna be a room, so it's a room service type city. You got your room service cities. Room service, watch a movie, 
Yeah, or if you just on some bullshit. Mm, that's a whole different conversation for another day. But yeah, man. Yeah, we ain't go uh yeah. Yeah, our time is about up here, but um, Buffalo, uh, Buffalo's up there too. Buffalo's up there with Bournemouth, especially once it, you know, once it start getting cold and shit. It's the shit. best when you leaving the cold city, going to somewhere warm. That's the best. Even I mean, Kansas, like Kansas City too. Like I mean, I know we used to, <clears throat> they used to talk about the barbecue. Yeah, I was about to say the food. That was the plus there. The food, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Get Bob yeah, Sanders yeah. on the show. Man, I, I got to find Bob. <laughs> oh, I'm going to try to get B.O. on here. But yeah, Yo, man. And, I got a funny then, story with Bob. <laughs> Foxborough. It depends on where you stay, too. It depends. Somebody said Foxborough, Boston. It depends on where you stay. Sometimes the coaches, the teams try to have you out the way intentionally. Yeah. Some teams will put you right, right at the heart of it. <laughs> so... It really depends, man. But on uh, the best, the best, best part about that though, this whole conversation is late in the season. I remember playing for New England early too. We would always play Miami late in the season in Miami, and Belichick would let like the Florida cat stay down in Miami. You know, if we win the game, obviously we get that victory Monday. And we'll have to go back to work till Wednesday morning. So you stay, you go win in Miami, have a couple extra nights in the city before you got to go back. Man. Late in the season, ain't nothing like it. Coach Dunsey used to do that for us, right? So mm -hmm. it, it, it just depended. Like some, I think some years, like we started the victory Mondays early in the year, right? Mm -hmm. um, but normally it would be like second half of the season after week eight. You know what I mean? You win Sunday, um, you know, see you, see you Wednesdays. You all, because typically you have to come in on Monday, get a lift, or we'll watch film um, and correct, you know, from, from Sunday. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> Coach Dunsey will, he will allow us to, like say week eight, week eight, we win anywhere. Like if we was in Baltimore, be like, yo, coach, yo, I'm I'm staying here. I'm like, all right. Um, should you be in New England if you want to stay in New England? You be yeah. like, yo, coach, I'm staying here. And that was and that was dope. But I was like, damn, like for real? But you got you got it, you got it, you gotta know your team, you gotta know your personnel. To. You know got what I mean? To. You can't do that with with obviously everybody in the type of locker room. Obviously, he trusted you, he trusted your maturity level because there's certain guys who hey coaches, nah, your nah, ass you bring your back. ass over. <laughs> you, you back with a play, yeah, you got yeah. treatment in the morning, like you know what I mean. So it's definitely obviously Dungey, you know, he know he knew what type of team he had, he knew what type of player, what type of person you were. So you gonna get the type of pass. So you gotta earn that. You gotta you earn that, Dwayne. All right, Haskins, you're not getting that off the rip. Yeah. You gotta earn that. But uh, but yeah, man, we appreciate y'all, man. As always, y'all know what to do. Tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Mm -hmm. Hey, yes, look, sir. man. Y'all get up, go to the bathroom. Don't don't have a uh, don't have a water bottle on the side of the bed, man. Ain't nobody here in training camp, man. Training camp, yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, I go to the bathroom, man. I'm going to reach you for the bottles in the dark. <laughs> Might get ugly. Oh, up. Yeah, man. We out, man. Y'all go check out uh, Pat McAfee's show. Um, yeah, little reviews, do all that, all that good shit, man. We out of here. Peace.